Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. Yes, good morning. This is Bridget Murphy filling in for Michael Bear. We are in for a real treat this morning as we welcome two preeminent professors from Loyola University to discuss the good news coming from Catholic Charities' partnerships with Loyola and in the broader fields of social work and education. Everything we do at Catholic Charities is underpinned by great social workers who are taught by great professors. Um, and today we have two two really incredible folks, um, partners of ours and just experts in their field. We have Dr. Maria Vidal de Hames and Dr. Mauricio Cifuentes. They're each known internationally for their significant contributions to multicultural social work, social welfare policy, migration policy, and education. Dr. Vidal de Hames is a member of Catholic Charities Board of Advisors. She has a PhD from Ohio University and a master's degree from the University of Chicago. She came to Loyola University in 1992 and is now professor director for Loyola University Centers for Immigrant and Refugee Accompaniment, also known as CIRA. Maria is also director of the Migration Studies Program, which is a subspecialization of the social work program. In this role, Maria coordinates a migration-focused international social service exchange between Loyola University, Catholic Charities, the Universidad Iberoamericana in Mexico City, and the Jesuit Migrant Services of Mexico. This is an incredible partnership, um, and Maria has received numerous professional awards, including being named Loyola University's Faculty Member of the Year in 2017 and a Distinguished Member of the Catholic Charities Board of Advisors also in 2017. She's done just a few amazing things. (laughs) (laughs) And her colleague, Dr. Mauricio Cifuentes, is a clinical assistant professor at Loyola, and he is coordinator of the online bilingual master's in social work program. Excuse me. Dr. Cifuentes received a Juris Doctor degree from Pontifica Universidad Javeriana in Bogota, Colombia. He practiced and taught labor law in Bogota for 20 years before moving to the United States to pursue a career in social work. Dr. Cifuentes earned a PhD and a master's degree in social work at Loyola University Chicago upon his arrival. Additionally, he obtained a certificate in clinical practice with LGBT individuals and their families from the Chicago Center for Family Health. During his career, Mauricio has taught social work at the doctoral, master, and bachelor levels at the Institute for Clinical Social Work at Loyola University Chicago and at Augsburg University. I mean, this, <laughs> I don't know what to say. This is something else. Thank you. Welcome, Mario, Maria, excuse me, and Mauricio. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. 
so Maria, we're going to start with you. There's so many facets to social work, um, and and we talk a lot about all those different facets on this show when we intersect with our programs. Can you maybe start with the partnership Catholic Charities has with you in the Ibero program? What are the program goals, and how does the Ibero program sort of fit within your migration studies subspecialty? Sure. I'd love to talk about this program. It's one of my favorites. Um, so this program is in its 13th year, and uh, over these 13 years, I think we've had nearly 300 students um, that have participated in this two-way internship exchange program. Um, as you mentioned, the Ibero program is a result of a partnership between Catholic Charities, Loyola University, and a couple of our um, Mexican sister Jesuit um, institutions of higher education, the Universidad Iberoamericana of Mexico City and Iberoamericana Puebla. Um, So the way that the internship works is that Catholic Charities provides a social service placement for the Iberoamericana students um, during the academic terms of the fall, spring, and even summer sessions. So those students from um, those universities will come and then they they work in the uh, various Catholic Charities programs um, and provide culturally informed and bilingual services that support the work of Catholic Charities. Um, then Loyola includes the Iberoamericana students in our weekly migration seminar, so then they're becoming more informed about U.S. immigration policy and U.S. social welfare policies that complements the work that they do at Catholic Charities or puts it in a broader context. And then they also participate in monthly reflection sessions with our chaplain, um, Father Jerry Overbeck. In turn, the, um, the Iberoamericana universities in Mexico um, support our students who do their field placements, both at the bachelor's and master's level, our social work students, um, in some of the programs of Jesuit Migrant Services in Mexico. And um, it provides a, a opportunity for our respective students to apply classroom knowledge to real-life situations that transcend borders. Um, and they facilitate them learning about social work practice or human service practices in different contexts and different ways that, that we attend to migrants at different stages of the, their migration um, trajectory. You know, uh, Maria, it's so interesting because I've had the sort of blessing, I guess, to be able to see kind of all of this unfold in terms of the Ibero students working in our programs and just how crucial they are to being able to to help us really be able to provide um, bicultural, bilingual services. And then also many of my colleagues, as they were getting their master's in social work at Loyola, um, participated in the migration studies subspecialty and were sort of able to, to move that you know, take that what they've learned there and then bring that back. Mm-hmm. You know, in in maybe in our, our last um, minute here, I'm going to turn to Bridge and she can start with the next question, but we're going to need to come back after the break with it. Well, I'm just curious about this context you mentioned. Everything is contextual and uh, you both have been teaching social work for such a long time. Can you share with us the shifts that have taken place in how you teach social welfare policy and migration studies? We certainly have had um, tremendous shifts in the last uh, decade, a couple of decades, about what's, um, and particularly in the area of migration. Um, that it's really certainly one of the most pressing challenges of our generation, um, particularly as we're seeing more and more uh, displacement and forced migration. 
In the past, um, migration scholars have drawn clear distinctions between economic migrants and refugees, um, and certainly legal and political distinctions exist. But the reality and circumstances that impel contemporary migration have become much more multi-factor uh, in nature, such as a combination of extreme poverty and insecurity due to direct or generalized violence. And they don't readily lend themselves to categories of immigration that we've used for decades. So right. we really are looking more complexly at the notion of migration. Excellent. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt. We're, we're going to take a quick break. I always ask a complex question right before the break. <laughs> it's a very bad, bad habit. So we'll be back in just a moment. Okay. Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about the outreach efforts underway by the Catholic Church to help people in need during the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll show you how online masses have become a common way of worship, and we'll give you a sampling of how teachers and students in Catholic schools are being creative and productive during the health crisis. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Joka and Bridget Murphy. And we are here today with Dr. Maria Vidal de Hames and Dr. Mauricio Cifuentes. And we're talking about um, the field of social work and, and what's changed. And, and before the break, Maria, you were speaking um, about sort of the shifts in migration and, and the theories behind um, the social work of migration. So we're going to let you finish with that because we were all very interested in what you had to say. <laughs> no problem. Well, we were, we were just discussing about how um, global migration is one of the most pressing challenges of our generation. Um, and globally, the number of individuals that have experienced displacement due to conflict, direct violence, generalized violence, structural violence, such as extreme poverty and social exclusion, development projects, environmental degradation, and climate um, change have all escalated this mm -hmm. displacement and migration in the last um, couple of decades. So today what we're seeing is that we have more international migrants, um, more more now than any other time in our history, with um, 
about 275 million persons worldwide living outside of their country of birth. And this is over a 51 million percent increase since 2010. So we can see how it's been escalating quickly in the last decade. And so while migration presents a, a chance for folks to improve their life circumstances, it also poses a series of risks for migrants, particularly those who are internally displaced and can't count on the protection of their government. Mm-hmm. And those irregular migrants who move outside of the regulatory norms of states. And one of the areas where we see the most um, international migration in, in this hemisphere is uh, in, through the Mexican Migration Corridor, which is the most popular bilateral migration path in the world. Um, we mentioned that we've had the, this project with Catholic Charities in Iberoamericana for, uh, for 13, actually, I think it's our 13th year. Mm-hmm. But for about 15 years or so, we've been working with um, Jesuit Migrant Services of North and Central America. So that's allowed us to have a direct view of the changes in the migration patterns. And what we witnessed is that the composition of migration flows have undergone substantial changes. We're seeing an increasing incorporation of women, where before it was more men migrating for work, but women now, indigenous people, and children. Um, and so the, the, the populations of origin, transit, and destination of these flows have also changed significantly. And we've seen the incorporation of organized crime and, and MADAs um, that, that the migrants um, are victim to in their countries of origin, and often that's why they're impelling the the migration, right? They're leaving because of fear, but then they're also victimized along the route. And what we see is a mix of compassion and concern also contrasted with indifference to fear and hostility that migrants face by along the journey and then also um, um, in their attempts to enter for some in the United States. Um, and so we've seen um, that, you know, because of this fear of crime um, and concern with crime, that migrants themselves have been, the, the fear has been generalized to them, and we've seen really a criminalization of migrants um, in yeah. recent years. And that's been very, very troubling. And, and we've seen in a process of thickening the border where we've tried to externalize the U.S. border through policies such as migrant protection protocols, the zero tolerance policy and metering at the border, which has really undermined our asylum policies. Yeah. And then the threats families are feeling now with the interiorizing of the border, with our um, increased immigration enforcement in the interior of the country, such as workplace raids, detentions, and deportations. So those are some of like the broad transformations we've seen in the last two decades. It's incredible. I think one of the things that strikes me as you're talking is how critical both being culturally competent, bilingual, understanding trauma, like what we would expect from our social workers um, is just so much more than than maybe we ever have. And um, uh, Mauricio, let's turn to you for a second. You teach an Uh, online bilingual master's in social work program, the only one of its kind in the U.S. Why was it important to start this program? Um, How is this bilingual master's connected with all of this work uh, that Maria is describing? Did we lose you, Mauricio? Oh, no. 
<laughs> so while we while we wait for for Mauricio, I think you know one of the things in the last um, minute or so before we head to the break, um, you you are Maria. Both you and Mauricio are really informed by Jesuit teaching, um, and I know a number of Jesuit priests have influenced your work. What inspires you most about sort of that Jesuit philosophy in accompanying social work? Uh, well, I. I've been um, teaching at Loyola now for, I think, 28 years, so I've been deeply shaped and formed by the Jesuits. Um, And and I share with the Jesuits this quest to form men and women for others. Mm -hmm. Um, As a member of the faculty of the School of Social Work, I do my part to contribute to the preparation of social work to undergraduate and graduate students for a profession that has a particular concern for the poor and marginalized and a commitment to fashioning a more humane and just world. Um, and you, I, and I think you know one of the things that before we head to the break, and we've got Mauricio now, so we'll we'll meet with him in the next segment. But I think you know just the importance of that women and men for others. You know, as we think about that in the context of social work, um, that really underpins I think the entire profession as well as the work that we do together with Loyola University and many of other or other partners. Um, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk with Dr. Maria Vidal de. Hames and Dr. Mauricio Cifuentes. Catholic Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We have been ready through many historic moments and we continue to respond with competence and compassion during these unprecedented times. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers who, despite the risks, excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who remain open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that to-go meals continue for the homeless. To our home care aides, service coordinators, and trained counselors who continue their work in the most innovative ways. To our food pantry staff and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do, and we salute you. There's nothing like having a friend to talk to when things are not going well. And in these challenging days, everyone has had moments when they are discouraged, sad, or worried. Catholic Charities wants you to know that we are here. If you or someone you know would like to share your concerns with a professional, call 312-948-6951 anytime, day or night, and you will be connected with an experienced counselor who will listen without judgment and offer compassionate, confidential advice that you can trust. That phone number again is 312-948-6951. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. Good 
Good morning and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum with Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talk- talking with Dr. Maria Vidal de Hames and Dr. Mauricio C. Fuentes of Loyola University. Hi, Mauricio. Do we have you back? I am here. Thank you. Uh, no problem. We live in a cell phone world and that's... Not always a great thing. Most of the time it is. So I don't know if you heard the question before we lost you, but we're very interested in the bilingual master's in social work program that you lead. It's the only one of its kind in the U.S. So can you tell us a little bit about how Loyola came to offer this and why it's important? Absolutely. Well, it was like a perfect storm. Maria was describing to you and your listeners like the new challenges we are facing in, in the field of migration. And Loyola, uh, given its uh, Jesuit uh, charisma, is very much into uh, working and uh, making of this a better world for everyone, and especially for those in the, with the greatest needs. And immigrants are certainly one of those groups. So the university was extremely interested in providing uh, some very specific, concrete ways to reach out and to be responsive to the realities of those immigrants. And we also were very fortunate in the School of Social Work of having someone like Maria, who for many, many, many years have been doing this kind of work and planting seeds and uh, growing flowers uh, in the field of migration. And also we had a new dean who was coming from the Southwest, and very interestingly, he's not a Latinx person. He's, he's from India, but in his professional career, he had been always very involved with the Latinx communities and had the dream of one day being able to develop a specific formation program for uh, social workers serving the Latinx immigrant and refugee communities. So that was like the perfect storm for the university to say, okay, we really want to move forward with a specific program, a master's program uh, serving these, these communities. So that's how the program came to happen. Um, the program, as, as you were mentioning, tries to be as responsive as possible to the needs and the realities of Latinx immigrants and refugees. The program is mostly, um, uh, it, it is a bilingual program. So what we want is to be aware that most of those immigrants and refugees who are Latinx have Spanish as their main or only language of, uh, to communicate. So we really need to have providers who are not only culturally responsive, but able to transmit their emotions, their feelings, their knowledge, their expertise in the language which resonates with those communities. Um, We also tried to be um, culturally responsive in the sense that we wanted to uh, develop a program based on theories and uh, realities um, coming from authors, uh, Latin American uh, authors, who would better resonate with the realities Mm. of the communities we want to serve. And also we wanted to be um, responsive to the realities of the students who want to take the program, who are people living um, in difficult circumstances many times. They don't have time, they have families and so on. So we developed this program online, but with a um, hybrid format. It is online for the most part, but we don't want to lose the personal touch. 
So we get together once a week in a synchronous session in which what we do is we emphasize experiential learning. Mm. So we want to uh, train uh, clinicians, people who are uh, able to work with those immigrants and refugees and sharing their expertise to uh, facilitate their having happier lives in the U.S. You know, Mauricio, I um, would like to sign up for this, but also, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> in your writings, I think you, you you were just sort of highlighting kind of that person forward approach, both with your students and also um, with the, the folks that your students will end up walking alongside. And, you know, in your writings, you often express the importance of that focusing on the strengths of every human being, no matter what their challenges are. Can you maybe elaborate on that in this? in the last few minutes of our show today? Yes, and I think this is very, even though in the field, in the professional jargon, we use the words of the strengths and so on. For me, it is more about this connection with the God we have within ourselves. Because I I truly believe that we are created by God to really... uh, be happy in this world, and then we come equipped with so many strengths and gifts that God has instilled in us. So I, I believe that as professional social workers, one of our roles and, and one of the calls we have is to connect with that inner self, which is wonderful, beautiful, uh, powerful, and is guiding us to better ourselves all the time. So I believe and I realize and recognize that we have problems, we have difficulties, but I'm always kind of uh, mesmerized and shocked when I have clients in front of me sharing how difficult their lives have been and are, and at the same time they are there able to smile and willing to move forward. Mm -hmm. So I truly believe that we have the ethical mandate, not only to deal and to see the problems, but to connect with the strengths, the gifts that we have inside as a way to overcome our limitations and difficulties. Oh, for crying out loud. (laughs) I mean, I'm not crying, you're crying, (laughs) as the the saying goes. Um, Thank you so much, and I think, you know, what's important, one of the things to emphasize here, um, you know, these are complicated political issues too, right? There's policy associated with all of these things and we read about them every day. And I think it's important, everything you said, that as as Catholics and as good human beings, um, as you say, we, we are called to accompany and uh, we are called not to care about those circumstances except to walk with people and to help them mm-hmm address their issues. So um, we are so grateful for both of you joining us today. Yes, I, I think, you know, please, please know how grateful we are for all of the relationships we have with Loyola University and the many ways you form students. We invite listeners to check us out on social media and learn more about our guests through the links provided there. We remind listeners that if you or anyone you know is in need during these challenging times, email Catholic Charities at gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Remember that confidential counseling is also available at 312 948 
Join us again next Tuesday morning at 8.30 on WNDZ for the Voice of Charity. For now, this is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. Reminding you, as Mauricio said, we're all created by God and we come equipped with strengths and gifts. And hope you have a happy and healthy week from everyone at Catholic Charities.